the new 53 has been set who's on it who's off of it and what is going on with chase young all that and more here on your daily commanders update for 29 august let's go Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the Stoner. This is your Daily Commanders update here on our channel and the Believe Network. Make sure that wherever you find your audio podcasts, make sure you hit that uh, download automatic for us. If you're on YouTube, hit this like button, subscribe button as well. Stoner, today yes, was the day they all teams were mandated to go from 90 players down to 53 players Washington made some hard decisions. Some of those happened yesterday, but we do have our new 53 that we're going to put up on screen here for you. Mm-hmm. What were the biggest surprises to you on this roster? Well, first of all, man, I, I was sweating all day today. I can't even imagine what those players were feeling for most of the day. But uh, yeah, there was a few surprises, but I think also we have to be aware and understand that this is not the 53 that we're going to see week one before the first yeah, game still moves to be made yeah i think the word of the day from ashburn was fluid this roster is very fluid mm-hmm. but here's a couple of surprises for sure i thought keeping four tight ends was a surprise uh keeping curtis yeah, hodges curtis hodges the as the fourth tight end was a was a bit of a surprise yeah but i don't think he's going to be there come week one as far mm-hmm. as being on the active 53 roster. I thought only keeping three running backs was a little surprising as well. Not the three that they kept, but just only three. Um, Jonathan Williams was put on season-ending IR. I didn't even know he got hurt. When did that happen? So yeah, that was second, a Second player to do that for Washington to kind of make room for the 53. Braden Daniels goes on IR on Monday, then you have now Jonathan Williams, which was that was your guy. You yeah. loved yourself some Jonathan Williams. Uh, he is only a part of this team as he gets his uh, is whatever injury it is that sent him to IR fix. Yeah, but, that was yeah. surprising. Um, nine offensive linemen as opposed to ten. I think that's going to change as well. Sure, and in, including Trent Scott making the team. I like Trent Scott, but I don't mm-hmm. think Trent Scott's going to be on the fifty-three when it comes down to it. The biggest surprise of of everything, I think, which has gotten the most debate with commanders, fans, and creators and all that, the wide receivers. When you get down to six and seven, I thought the first five were pretty much all locks. Everybody pretty much had uh, Byron Pringle as a lock at five. And then it was fluid, as they were saying in Ashburn all day, with Mitchell Tinsley and, and Dax Milne and Kaz Allen. And Kaz Allen ends up being the odd man out. Mm-hmm. which, again, was kind of surprising, but not surprising. So I, I'd i like to know, you're a big Mitchell Tinsley guy. Yeah, right? I, I loved him. he was going to get cut. I did. Anyway, I, I thought that he was going to make it, you know, make a cut. Now, you mentioned, you keep mentioning the word fluid, and this is yeah. what Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew were talking about in their press conference, and largely, and every team does this, mm-hmm. they're going to cut players like Tyler Larson, which was a kind of a surprising cut Surprise. for a lot of people. I, it surprised sure. me. But the reason why you do that is that player is for sure going to clear waivers. In case Tyler, right. Lar- in the case of Tyler Larson, this is a guy who's had a couple, uh, you know, season-ending injuries. Mm-hmm. He's always been kind of a, a tier two roster kind of guy, so he's going to clear waivers. 
young players with lots of potential, right. those are ones They're that not. teams like to snag a little bit. Those are your Mitchell yep. Tinsley's or Curtis Hodges that, we'll, yep. again, we'll talk about in a little bit. They won't clear waivers. So you keep them on the initial 53, let people build the roster, because then when you cut those players – they have to go to the active roster. They can't They right. can't be stashed away. Right now, if you're cut and you're one of those young players who can be put on waivers, you can be pulled off to another person's practice squad. They can I, now? They, they, the, yes. Mon- so like all of Monday's cuts, Yeah, I think only two players on Monday's cuts didn't have to were vetted, you know, vested uh vets. Veterans. Yeah. So they had they had like four years of play. So like even Milo Eifer Eifler, if somebody wanted Milo yesterday after he was cut, they just put in the waiver request for him and they would be they would get first dibs on him the way that it yeah. works uh uh for other players, right? So now now you kind of get to play that game where it's just like, yeah, that that 53 is set. Are you really gonna cut one of your roster guys for an unknown mm-hmm. and and risk losing something for for possibly nothing. So there's there's yeah. a little game that's being played. One of the things I find very interesting with all this stoner is Rivera came out and said we feel really confident. And you it's probably you have to say something like this. Sure. But it is good to hear it. And this is probably the first time I think fans would agree with him. Yeah. Is that the, this we feel probably more confident with this roster than we have in years past. Part of that is a lot of people, uh, the two of us included, believe in Sam Howell as a QB. Mm-hmm. And now you kind of have what he talks about here is the playmaker surrounding Sam Howell. Sure. And the, the, the joint practices kind of help solidify like, hey, this is a team that is is better built this year than what it had been in years past. Again, bringing up mm-hmm. those those joint practices and just how important they are when making these decisions down the line and becoming a better organization. We might look back at those joint practices with Baltimore, which we have been kind of clamoring for for years that they should be doing joint practices, but not just having those joint practices, but the way the team performed, the way the entire organization performed when going up to Baltimore and everything. We might look back at that and say, this was the turning point of this organization on the field we have all the off the field stuff and hopefully that's was a big turning point as well but that changed a whole lot within Mm -hmm. the mindset of the leaders of the team the coaches and all that they said we got something here baltimore's a good team they're a good organization and we went up there and we whooped their butts for two days and so we got something here so that could be a huge turning point and please Keep doing these joint practices. They're so yeah, valuable. Absolutely. Whether or not it's Baltimore so people locally can go mm-hmm. or it's another team that you are that you just want to routinely get and work with, I would love to see it. Love, yeah. love, love these joint practices. And a lot of people, Stoner, were in love with some of those players that did not make the 53, especially yeah. those on Monday. Jarrett freaking Patterson, who mm-hmm. we know EP here in the household, she – loves him we like him as a as a person and his energy and his spirit i've been talking for the last couple weeks every time i've seen him do an interview and he did this after the cincinnati game as well i've noticed that his mindset he knew he was going to get cut yeah he saw the writing he he knew it was going to happen that's why he kept talking about the chance to play that he belongs in the nfl 
and that one of the other 31 teams are going to, you know, he can be on those teams. So I think he knew. And I think that what Ron Rivera here says didn't necessarily come as a, too much of a surprise when it came to Jarrett Patterson, because a lot of people were like, oh, well, maybe he'll just be put on the practice squad again. Yeah. Ron Rivera comes out and says the players released on Monday for the most part. Yeah. Not candidates to return to the practice squad. Super are the, end of the roster guys. Yeah. Who, who on that list, maybe Jarrett Patterson for you as well. Who on that yeah. list for Monday was somebody who you were surprised the team doesn't want to keep around. No, I think that's, that's the only one. I mean, I'm not actually surprised. I don't think it's that the team doesn't want him around. I believe, and I have no inside information on this, that, Jared Patterson was just kind of tired of the up and down from the practice squad and being on that edge of on the team, on the practice squad, on the team, going up and down. And he just wanted a fresh start. He wanted to go somewhere and showcase his abilities. He saw the writing on the walls. We said when they drafted Chris Rodriguez, mm-hmm. they, they already brought him back. They had already brought Jonathan Williams back. And then they went out Sign and on Derek Gore and, yeah, and, but, and then also, yeah. So, but it was just the whole fact that they're they're bringing these running backs in and everything. And it's just a sign. Sure, you want the competition. I get that. But he's saying, look, you're not confident that I'm the guy. I'm the third guy or I'm the fourth guy. So mm-hmm. he's probably just, let me go somewhere and try. Because sure. I've been with this organization for three years. It's just time. Yeah. So I, I think that's why he wanted that early release on Monday. Yeah, we wish him the best. Uh, if he doesn't end up back here, even yeah. we'll, we wish him the best because he was a lot of fun to watch. And I, I remember Absolutely. being excited about it. a lot of people point back to his Buffalo uh, days and in, mm. in college scoring eight touchdowns in a game. Just <laughs> right. an impressive, impressive young man and uh, yep. hope, hope the best for him. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, Stoner, but Mitchell mm-hmm. Tinsley was one of those guys that we he was my district diamond. Right. Sure. He was the guy I thought showed out in preseason, showed up in camp, and was just like, This is this is a guy I like to see. Ron Rivera even agreeing with me here, saying he stood out from day one. He makes the initial 53. Yeah. I have to eat a little crow here. I'm I have a whole <laughs> short out there saying they're gonna cut this fan favorite. <laughs> right. And that, that still that day may still come. Yeah. I he think it will still, actually. I, I think he ends up on the practice squad, but I agree. This is a this is a player who I think used that Cincinnati game mm. and showed out and showed and kind of used it as a building block. Sure, from his good his good practices, his good training camp, doing what he did and everything. They trusted him in Baltimore, the Baltimore game a lot. He didn't catch as as many passes as he should have in that game, yeah. but then he comes out and he shows out in Cincinnati. Like this is why. You signed me as an undrafted free agent and paid me a lot of good money mm-hmm. to do this. Yep. And he does this, making the initial 53. What do you think about Tinsley being that that seventh wide receiver? Yeah, I, I, I agree with all that you said. Uh, I, we heard his name from day one. I mean, we heard his name when they signed him to that undrafted as an undrafted free agent, that this is a guy to watch for. And he surpassed a lot of guys, a lot of veterans, a lot of guys with more experience that were on the roster, even though they're at the end of the roster. But because, uh, uh, you know, he's just he's a big guy. He makes plays. He stood out from day one, as Ron said. And I like that that he made the initial 53. But I don't think he's going to be on the game day, not the game day, but the first week. Sure. Like you said earlier, you were talking, everyone's going to kind of set their rosters and get settled. And then that's when they'll make their move to kind of get him through. Because at that point, like you said, if they release him, 
to go to the practice squad, any team has an opportunity to pick him up, but they have to put him on their 53-man roster. And I don't know that they're going to do that with an undrafted rookie like uh, Mitchell Tinsley at this point. Yeah, it so will be interesting to see yeah. where that ends. Uh, of course, like I said, we make it to the roster, Dax Milne. Uh, the other guest that I had in there, Kashmir Allen, not making it. That he yeah. that one actually did come to fruition, but good for, for Tinsley making the initial 53. That's yep. a big deal for these guys when it all comes down. Uh, I, I did have to eat crow. Mm. You have to join yeah. me in that meal yeah. here. Oh, as yeah. Sadiq Charles was not a surprise cut. Uh, nope. Martin Mayhew saying it's been the best he's played since he's been here. Wow. Really strong camp. He's looked pretty good in the games. Uh, how's that crow taste stoner for, for <laughs> hey. the one being the surprise cut? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, that was a bad one. So he, cause <laughs> I mean, he wasn't practicing most of no, the time, yeah, but I, I guess mean, while he was practicing, he was impressing the coaching staff in the front office there. So yeah, I'll eat crow on that, that, I thought he was going to be a surprise cut. So he's not only not a surprise cut, but he's getting called out as having a great training camp. And I'll eat crow. That's we no we did not disagree with the great training camp aspect. We just figured because he's often injured. Correct. That was how if he kept losing playing time to Chris Paul, mm-hmm. that was why you thought he was going to be a cut. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he ends up staying healthy enough that the team loves to see what it has. Uh, makes him their starting left guard there. So the things will be interesting. Hopefully he does stay healthy. Here's a guy who we did not expect to make this roster. Mm-hmm. That's Curtis Hodges. Uh, yeah. Ben Standings uh, says uh, Ron Rivera's asked about keeping Curtis Hodges and says that these guys just, they're very hard to find. I mean, th- he is a six foot eight tight end. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. So he's got speed to him and he's got some skills. He hasn't quite put together everything in yep. my opinion. That's right. But this he's is, this is a guy we liked last year in training yeah. camp. We we were just eye popping how big yep. he is. Yep. And and I think this is very similar to the Mitchell Tinsley deal. Curtis Hodges is a guy with a a higher ceiling than somebody that they did cut as an example Alex Arma. Right, so you can cut Alex Armand. Nobody's going to probably pick him up. If you cut Curtis Hodges, somebody might take a flyer on him. Kind of when they when they cut Samus Reyes last year, somebody took a flyer on Samus Reyes, and he went to another team's practice squad. But Curtis Hodges, if he gets released, another team's probably going to take him. Alex Armand is not. Now they're going to probably swap that coming in the next week or so that Armagh is probably going to be on the 53 and Hodges will go down to the practice squad because Armagh can do fullback. Armagh can do tight end. Mm-hmm. So he's got that position flex that Ron yeah, loves. That so they much. love. I, I was convinced Armagh was going to make the initial 53 after watching our content creator mm-hmm. uh, 53 episode, because I, yeah. hearing that he's always had, you know, the EB, you know, Eric, you know, Reed, Andy Reid rosters have a fullback. Always I was like, fullback, oh, yeah. I never, never He's even in. thought about that. He's yeah. got a, he, you're right. He is a lock. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it comes for game day. But that was one that, uh, that did pop out on the roster, six foot eight guy, mm-hmm. um, making a name for himself. We'll see. I, before I actually move to the next one here, Stoner, as yeah. I, I, I sneak peeked that one for those watching here on YouTube, what does, does that say anything about Logan Thomas and his health? 
Um, does, that's a good question. That can go either way. Um, I don't think so. I'll be honest. I don't think so. I think that's a, a Alex Armaud deal. I really do. It's a, it's a way of being able to hold on to Hodges for the practice squad and, and then elevating Armaud after they sign him to the practice squad and then bringing him up to be that fourth tight end or like I said, fourth running back, something sure. like that. No, I don't think it says anything about Logan. All right. Well, we'll see how that one unfolds. Let me know in the comment section or hit us up at ref the district on Twitter to let us know what you think as far as Curtis Hodges. Is that say anything about Logan Thomas moving to the next topic here? Only four linebackers made this one. So accurate yep. prediction again from our content creators on the 53 uh, prediction roster. Um, yep. One of the things keying in on this Rivera is talking very specifically about this is Washington plays so little of that base four three. Sure. So why would you keep more than, than four linebackers? Uh, any, any surprises there? No Milo or anything on the, you know, making it to Kalike Hudson, who's had a great camp. He's there yep. and everybody's favorite mayonnaise is uh <laughs> miracle whip. Miracle whip is yeah. on the roster as well to go back up from Cody Barton and Jamin Davis. Yeah. I don't think there's any surprise in the linebackers. And to be honest, I don't think there's any surprise with anybody defensively who did or did not make this team. Maybe that seventh uh, defensive end being KJ Henry rather than William Bradley King. Now, Will, William Bradley King was, what, a sixth rounder a couple years ago? I mean, he sixth has or seventh, yeah. sixth or seventh rounder. He hasn't stood out. He hasn't done anything to, to deserve a spot over a couple of rookies that have a, you know, they're rookies. They're draft picks this year. He's, he's learned. He probably got that preferential treatment the last couple of years. That's mm -hmm. how he made the roster because he was a young guy, rookie guy. He just hasn't gone anywhere past that. Defensively, linebackers, every, I don't think there were any surprises at all. Yep. Well, there were a couple surprises for a lot of people. We talked about one. That was Tyler mm. Larson, Alex yeah. Armop being cut as well. Uh, this is where that fluid situation comes back. John Kime even going as far as to say, folks, these two will be back. Armop will have a role, and they like Larson as a backup. Yep. That we've talked a lot about the fluid situation, so I don't want to hammer that home. What yeah. I will say with the Tyler Larson aspect is when that first that cut first got announced, I was like, okay, do they like Ricky Stromberg now? Mm. Because remember being the number two, being the number two because mm. there was a lot of talk where it was like he's not even going to be a center this yeah. year. He starts yeah. getting center reps, then he starts getting guard reps. Now we see Tyler Larson being cut. Yep. And so it's like, do they like Ricky? And then, of course, the conversation continues, and you're like, okay, no, this is just so they, they can keep somebody uh, on the 53 within their practice squad, within their organization. They'll bring back Tyler Lawson. You've yep. talked a lot about bringing back our mob as we were talking about Hodges. The Is there anybody else that you would expect them to kind of sneak back into the roster outside of those two? Uh, I think eventually at some point Jake Fromm is going to be a 53-man guy that they're they're going to want that third quarterback over the course of the year, especially if if one of the two main guys gets nicked up a little bit. I mean, the new rule is pretty simple. I mean, it's complicated yet simple. You can have a third emergency quarterback that doesn't count against your 46-man game day roster. Mm -hmm. 
but he has to be on your 53-man roster. So you can't have your emergency quarterback come from your practice squad. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be on the 53. Yeah, so I think they're going to bring Jake Fromm to the practice squad initially, and then at some point he's going to be back on the 53. They kind of like Jake Fromm, and I think it's a testament to the enemy because we saw Jake Fromm up close and personal against the Giants that one year, a couple (laughs) years ago. And he was a disaster. He was the guy who did the three QB sneaks, wasn't he? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. And when he didn't sneak uh, it, he was terrible. But now yeah. the enemy's got a hold of him, and maybe he's he's really improving. And he had a good preseason, so I expect him to be back. Yeah, a lot of people talking about how they wanted him as QB, too. We yeah, knew that, that was wasn't going to be the case. Yeah. I had someone tell me, Stoner, Uh-oh. that Jake Fromm was the best quarterback on Washington's roster. Obviously no longer the case because he's yeah. no longer on the roster, but it was just eye-opening to me to hear that from somebody where I was yeah. just like, okay, I, I tried very briefly to be like, well, Sam House are actually really good and he's the best. And like the reaction I got and the more the doubling down on the Jake Fromm business, I was like, I'm just gonna quietly leave this conversation. Yeah. There's, Hope- there's no winning that over. Hopefully you deleted that tweet if it was a tweet that you were having going on. Kind of like the tweet I'm about to show you. Well, we got one more before the tweet to show. You sure? Yeah, we should okay. have one more. And if we, I think I got ahead of myself here. Oh, okay. Uh, we're so, supposed to have a Chase Young update. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So from Ben Standig, trying yeah. to get some information about uh, Chase Young in the Stinger. Yep. Not getting a direct answer. Why? Chase Young is is got to see a doctor. Determining no, he saw when they, a doctor on yeah. Friday. Yeah, met with a doctor, and we're waiting what? for for more information. What is going on? What's with the media blackout of Chase Young's injury slash health? Maybe he it's like Arizona doctor. not naming a starter. They just want to, that competitive advantage. They don't Something's want going on. Arizona to know whether or not they have to. Uh, Something's going on. I was about to say he's hitting that conspiracy music. Absolutely, I am on a wait and see approach for the Chase Young Stingers. Aren't something that you want to linger. They are something that can be problematic if you try to play through it. So now this being Chase Young's contract year, you would figure this might the pain tolerance might be a little bit greater this year because. You know, if he balls out this year, he gets a paycheck and then he could be broken for the next three years. But this year he might need to play through. So that's going to be something that we're going to keep an eye on. Today's August 29th, Nathan. When was that first preseason game? Yeah, that was three weeks ago. Yeah, it was more than three weeks ago. Right. And we still don't know and we still can't get any information about what's going on with his health. And, And it's not it's not that they're saying. We just don't have an update for you. It's we're not going to talk about it. Yep. That's what I don't get. It's just, I mean, this is this is the same weird. organization that we didn't know Curtis Samuel had an injury. Uh, we just didn't know. Yeah. We just knew he wasn't going to be playing on Sundays his first year. So this is yeah. just how they do it. It's very Belichickian. I guess. And, so. uh, you know, you hate it. You love it. You don't know. There uh, is now the surprise tweet. Story. All right. Did you want to? set it up before i bring it because i've not actually seen this because stoner was wanting to talk about it and then he found out that this tweet was deleted but he was still still able to find it yes i did find the deleted tweet and it is by uh zach selby who is the team's 
reporter. The team's reporter, yeah, the team yeah, writer so and everything. Mm-hmm. He works for Commanders. And he sent this out. And I looked at it and I said, that's the weirdest tweet I've seen today. So I just want to bring this up. I want to show it to you. And then I want your reaction. All right. Zach Ron Selby. Rivera says, said he knows more about his roster this season than he did last year. That's a really, really weird tweet. And it got a lot of reaction from people saying, what the heck does that mean? (laughs) And does that mean that last year he didn't know what was going on with his team? Why would you know more about Mm. your team this year than last year? However, like I said, it got deleted. And it got deleted for one of two reasons. One, either Zach maybe have misquoted him. And so he's just saying, oops, I messed this up. Or two, the team said, don't put that out there. That's not very flat. You need your problem. conspiracy music for that one. Yeah, uh, well, that's very, well here. very conspiratorial. Yeah. So that was from Zach Selby, as you mentioned, the the team's reporter, writer yeah. for the them. Yeah. Uh, very interesting that it got deleted. I think that the conspiracy hats and theories are definitely going to come out because if it was deleted, we'll see if there's anything to go with it. It does sound similar to a topic that we're going to talk about tomorrow Mm -hmm. on our flagship program, which is Sam Howell. If he knew how good Sam Howell was, he would have started him sooner. That's and that's really, really weird too. All that the we'll talk about this tweet and that conversation tomorrow on our flagship program live at 7:30 Eastern. Be sure to tune into that here on YouTube. It will go out to the audio platforms afterwards. So uh, wherever you find your audio podcast, you can find us there and make sure that you're subbed up, as the kids like to say. But until next time, what's going on with Chase Young? I want to know. Be a fan.